to to you mystery tours yes how's it going the new new network going great it's not, new, net, it's not it's the new network it's the new show the new show on the yes. new network yes. yeah i mean it's not a network but yeah we'll run with it good good well last week i decided that aliens had done everything yes you can't uh so, you can't get away with it this time i don't think cannot, no no <laughs> Have you got something something different for me? Yes, I this do. Week? It's a very a yes. lot a lot more different. Cool. Well, yeah. Just to give context, this is on. Well, we don't know if it's audio only or not at the moment, but um, Niku will come to me with an unsolved mystery. Yeah. And she'll explain it, and I will try and solve it. Yeah, Alex is going to solve these unsolved cases yeah. that have been unsolved for many many years. Which, which case am I solving today? So this is the case of Mara Murray. It's a very famous disappearance in the US. Mm-hmm. Um, so today we're going to be in Massachusetts in okay. February of 2004. So this case has not been solved in 17 years. Okay. Yeah, so no pressure. But Mara is kind of the the main character in this story. Mm-hmm. So... She was 21 years old at the time, and she was attending the University of Massachusetts, better known as UMass, and she was studying nursing, and she just recently actually transferred to UMass from a military school called Um. West Point, yep, and I just thought I would give you a little bit of background about her, so she's like, she's the typical all-American girl, like, big smile. What was she Um, studying, sorry? She was studying nursing, yeah, and... um, she, she was like, by all American, I mean, she's like an, a star athlete in college and high school, oh, okay. ran track, yeah, yeah. yeah, crossed country, all that. She also had a boyfriend called Bill, oh. um, who also was in the military, um, oh, okay. and he was he was stationed in um, in like Oklahoma or something, but she, she was a couple of years older she than was. her. Uh, he no, was. no, he was, okay. yeah, he was. So Bill. it's a little bit of um, background about Mara's life and she had a sister and she was really close to her family all of that Mm -hmm. um but let's actually get into what happened to her Mm -hmm. so um before the actual incident I thought I would uh I would let you know a little bit about the day before Mm -hmm. the incident and then lead up to the actual incident itself so the day before um basically something you should know is that with nursing you have to do placement um, like I, you have to do it here as well, like mm-hmm. where you do like clinical placements. Yeah, yeah. So she needed to travel for those. The hands-on uh, practice. Yeah. So yeah. she needed to travel for those, but her car was like a mess. Like mm-hmm. I don't know if they have, I don't know if they do like um, how much service or MOTs they do in America. But I mean, like... <laughs> if you if she had an MOT, she would have failed it like a hundred yeah. times. Like it was like smoking. The car um, was like, an it was undrivable. So her dad was like, okay, I'll come down to Massachusetts and we will have a look at cars. Yeah. So they go out that day, the day before, and they have a look at cars. They don't really finalize the sale. They just kind of pick what they want. Uh-huh. And then they just, her dad decides, okay, I'll come back next weekend and we'll, we'll get the car then. Mm-hmm. Then they have lunch and it's just the most normal day, like nothing really wrong. Um, and then it kind of starts to get strange. So she, her dad goes back to his motel um, in his brand new car. 
And, and he's, so he's bought himself a nice uh, car. So he's had a car, like, he's got this brand new car. Not at the time they bought it, but he had it before. Mm-hmm. It was just like a brand new car. And Mara's like, I'm going to a party tonight. And can I borrow your car? Mm. And so it's it's kind of strange because obviously the dad knows that she'll be drinking that night. Mm-hmm. But he's like, okay, okay, yeah, borrow my car, my brand new car, even though I'm pretty sure you're going to be drinking that night. And also she doesn't really need a car. The, the party's on campus and she lives on campus. She can just mm-hmm. walk there. How old is she? She's, tw- uh, she's 21. Okay. Um, so she's like... I need this car for the to go to the party. And the mm-hmm. dad's like, okay. But anyway, so she takes the car. She goes to the party. And then after the party, again, she doesn't need to drive this car. She can just walk back to her flat and then give the car back the next day. Yeah. The, the, the party is on campus. But for some reason, she decides, I'm going to drive this car mm-hmm. back to my dad. You know, keep in mind, it's, it's she's been drinking mm-hmm. as well. So, I mean, I'm not surprised, but she, she does crash the car. Um, and she she actually uh, puts about ten thousand dollars in damage to this this car, and um, when the dad when her dad finds out about it, he's he's obviously angry, but he's like he's glad that she's okay, mm-hmm. and um, the whole time she's crying oh. and really distraught, and then um, he he takes her back to her her flat. And he's like, it's all right. It's fine. It's just, fine. You've been drink driving. Yeah, no it's fine. Like, Don't just <laughs> just calm down. Yeah. It's okay. And little does he know, this is the last time he'll ever see her. Oh, God. Yeah. So when she gets back home, this is when kind of stuff starts to lead up to this incident. She starts to do some very strange things. So first of all, she, that night she she starts looking at rental properties in like the New Hampshire area, which is like an, a state over from Massachusetts. Mm-hmm. It's um okay. it's like about an hour away, mm-hmm. and she she doesn't actually book anything, but she's looking at rental properties until four a.m. Mm-hmm. that day, and then the next well, day. The day that she's drunk. Yeah, that night. That night she's she drunk. Get, she crashes the car, she goes back, and then she starts looking at rental property. Yeah. Okay. Uh, until like 4 a.m. <laughs> and then the next day, obviously she that same day, because it's 4 a.m., she then um, prints off. So this is 2004, so you, yeah. this is the time where you print off directions. Mm, so she, okay. <laughs> yeah. so she, she prints off directions from Massachusetts to this place called Vermont, mm-hmm. uh, which is also in New Hampshire, and mm-hmm. um, specifically, it's a, it's a call, it's a place called Bartlett, and Bartlett, it does make sense because this is an area that she used to go every summer to, to okay. go hiking. So it's a place that she knows She's really aware, well. Yeah. yeah. So it's just, um, you know, it does make sense that she, if she's going to go away, mm-hmm. it's going to be somewhere she knows really well, yeah. which is Bartlett. However, it's it's kind of weird because it's the start of the semester mm-hmm. and she's just started her placement. So it doesn't make sense that she's planning a random trip away and, you know, just at the start, you know, of, mm-hmm. of everything kicking off yeah. uh, for the new year of school. And um, after she's kind of printed this off, this these directions off, mm-hmm. um, she decides to email her boyfriend. Another kind of strange thing, she, she emails him that she's got his missed call and that she can't call him back and that she'll speak to him later. She emails him? She emails him this. Like as in an electronic mail, not a text message? No, no, email. So this is strange. She's missed a call from her boyfriend, mm. and I mean, I know it's two thousand four, but you you still have text, you know, SMS. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah, yeah. you can still t- send a text saying, "I will call you back." That was like BBM, wasn't it? 
Blackberry <laughs> Messenger. Like, back in the day. BBM me. I mean, she maybe had like a Nokia. I don't yeah. know what she did, but yeah. it's still texting, mm-hmm. you know. She sends this email to him. And then after she sends this email to her boyfriend, she does something that to this day, nobody explains the reasoning behind it. It doesn't really make sense. She writes another email. And this time, the email is to her professor's. And in this email, she says that she's going to be off for a week because there's been a death in her family. Now, this was a lie. According to her family, her friends, there, mm-hmm. there was no such thing. Nobody had died. But she, she for some reason, says this mm-hmm. to the professors. And then after this, she gets into the car and, you know, this is the car that's a hot mess. It is an absolute, mm-hmm. it's undrivable. And she, she leaves. She leaves the campus. And then she's seen on the ATM CCTV, as an ATM CCTV, and she withdraws $280. Okay. This is all she owns. Oh, right, she okay. basically, that's a very specific Yeah, she, she basically empties her, um, empties her bank. bank. And then after that, she's seen in a, another CCTV camera at a liquor store. And she buys, like, a, a lot of alcohol for one person. So she, she buys, like, random... So a bottle of Kahlua... Okay, yeah. Which is like, is this like a coffee? Yeah, it's nice. A coffee and rum. Yeah. Basically, uh, yeah. is it a, a, a espresso martini? No. It, you could put it in it. But, yeah. yeah. She gets a bottle of Kahlua, yeah. a bottle of Baileys, yeah. a bottle of vodka, uh-huh. and a box of wine. Sounds like she is making espresso martinis and yeah. having some wine <laughs> as well. Yeah. Yeah. It's quite a lot of um, a lot of alcohol. It's a lot uh, of cream-based alcohol. Yeah, and I'm just wondering, for one person, is she going to meet someone? I mean, is she buying alcohol for like a? I mean, I already have yeah. Some I kind have of my thoughts. Maybe, and then after that, she's unaccounted for for one hour. Mm-hmm. So she's not seen on any CCTV. She's not um she's not seen any cameras. All we know is that she is heading north towards New Hampshire. Okay. Um, all signs point that way. At some point, when she's driving up there, we mm-hmm. don't actually know what exactly she did in that one hour. Yeah. But we know that around 7 p.m., she drives off the main road. Okay. And she goes into this, like, dirt track. Mm-hmm. And then she crashes into, oh. like, some sort of ditch or some something. She mm-hmm. crashes. And she, she ends up crashing right in front of a house. This is when, like, it's getting dark outside mm-hmm. as well, around 7 p.m. in February. So, mm-hmm. you know, um, on the East Coast. So, it's dark now. And she she crashes right in front of the house. And the woman who lives in that house, she obviously hears the commotion. She doesn't mm-hmm. actually come outside to see what's going on. But she sees it and calls she, she calls 911. Yeah. And she reports the accident. After she, So, that's the first 911 call. There's two 911 calls that happen oh, that night. First okay. one is from this woman yeah. in the house. And then a few minutes later, there's a there's a local guy called Butch, who is <laughs> <laughs> Butch, who drives a bus. Okay, okay. And he's in his bus. Butch on, the bus driver. The Butch the bus driver. Uh, Butch and his bus basically come over. Uh-huh. Uh, he's he's on the road and he sees this happen. Okay. So he's like quite a few, yeah. uh, quite a few feet away from from Mora. But when he sees this happen, so he's like, oh, shit, this girl just uh-huh. crashed. So he he drives over, um, and he's like, oh hi, like. Are you okay? Mm-hmm. And he said that she was in shock, uh, mm-hmm. but he didn't seem she didn't be, need to seem to be injured or anything. And he just said, "Do you do you want me to call an ambulance? Do you want me to call the police?" And she's like, "No, no, no! I've already called them. I've actually called AAA." Now 
he knows this is a lie. Yeah. He is a local guy and he knows there's no cell service there. And when he offered to call the police for her, he was planning on going and using his landline, just like the woman in the house had yeah. done. And um, But he doesn't really press her. He's like, okay, okay, that's cool. And he drives off, mm -hmm. but he goes to his house, which is really close by, mm -hmm. and he calls the police anyway. Uh, so that's the second 911 call. So between the time that he sees Mara and the first responding officer arrives, this the time that elapses is seven minutes. It's only seven minutes between when he sees Mara and when the first responding officer arrives. Arrives, okay. So... The officer arrives and Mara is nowhere to be seen. So she had, within mm -hmm. the seven minutes, she somehow disappears. Mm -hmm. Disappears out of sight. So mm -hmm. they're like, okay, where is this girl? And they actually think maybe he, she was just drive, drink driving and she's just walked off because she's drunk or whatever. Mm -hmm. And um, they do actually, you know, look for miles around this crash to find her. But they don't actually see anybody walking yeah. there's no tracks in the woods either like no footprints or anything all they can see is that the car has boxed wine in it and all the alcohol and there's uh there's actually it's actually not known what's left of the alcohol mm. whether she's drunk it's actually i couldn't find it and um, whether she had drank a lot of it or not i just know that the boxed wine wasn't touched yeah. there was a coke bottle that had alcohol in it and the airbags were deployed so the next day, um, you know, obviously hearing about Mara missing, all her friends and family mm -hmm. start to travel to Massachusetts to yeah. help look Fine. for Mara. She's yeah. been she's been missing for a whole day now, mm -hmm. you know. And one of those people that is coming over to Massachusetts is Mara's boyfriend. Oh, Bill. Yeah, Bill coming from Oklahoma. And while he's at the airport the next day, he has a missed call. And when he listens to the voice message... All he can hear is a strange whimpering noise. Nothing else, just someone whimpering on mm -hmm. the other line. And to this day, he insists it was Mara. He's just convinced it was Mara. But it would tell you. Uh, it's like an unknown unknown number. It's never been kind of like, he, he doesn't know who the number was. Okay. And nothing like that. I don't mm -hmm. know if they could like track numbers or... I'm not sure, but to this day, mm -hmm. nobody knows who called him. But it was just that he could hear whimpering yeah. and um, he's just convinced it was Mara. Mm -hmm. um, so that day, police brought out bloodhounds who are dogs that can smell Sniff. a person, right? Yeah. And so they, they track Mara um, from the site of the crash. And they, they actually track her scent to about 100 feet up towards, um, towards like the direction that she should have been traveling in. Okay. But... Her scent after hundred feet just disappears, mm -hmm. completely just vanishes, okay. and they can't they can't track her anymore. So she's obviously walked. You know, after Bill has left, after sorry Butch has left her, yeah. uh, she's walked hundred feet somewhere, uh, for some reason, mm -hmm. and then she's dis disappeared. Um, now for me to kind of help you, sort of un kind of solve this <laughs> i think a lot of clues actually lie in the few days leading up to this accident i think there's a lot of strange things that happened to mara and um, while you know on the days that led up to this okay. accident so about four days before mara was at one of her part-time jobs 
one of one of she had two actually oh. and one of them was i suppose she was some sort of bouncer i guess <laughs> Yeah. I know, like, well, she, she, what it's described as is she was at the door of a, a building mm-hmm. and she checked IDs and she would allow people to come in or not, pretty much. I don't know if she was checking people's IDs for age or if they were like, it was like a, if, if they were like a private, yeah, allowed to come in. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I don't know if okay. I can call her a bouncer or such, but yeah, this it's is the what same she, principle. But yeah. yeah. So she was mm-hmm. working the night shift. So she was, you know, it's okay. like maybe like 3 a.m. at this mm-hmm. point. And her boss comes over and she sees Mara in some sort of trance-like state um, where mm-hmm. she's just in the corner like, sh- and she's staring into space. She's not checking anyone's ID. She's mm-hmm. not stopping from anyone that coming in. She's basically not doing anything. And so when she- the second that her boss comes over and is like, are you okay? Mm-hmm. Mara's like, just breaks down, starts crying. And all she can say is, my sister, my sister, my sister. She can't get anything else out. Okay. All she says is my sister, and and her her boss is like okay, you you should just go home. Like you're obviously not in the right state to work. So, but mm-hmm. her boss also says, do you want me to stay with you? Do you need someone to talk to? Yeah. You know, like do you need anybody? Amara's like, no, no, I have my flatmate. This is another lie. She's not had a flatmate in years, so she she doesn't actually have a flatmate. So, why does she lie about that? I, I don't mm-hmm. really, you know, the first lie was about calling AAA. Mm-hmm. And then this is another lie about she has a flatmate. Mm-hmm. And then the, the boss just allows her to go home and that's it. She only had like an hour left of her shift. So I'm wondering, did she just want to get off early? But then just an hour? Also, you know, she's just a 21-year-old girl, like girl. Why would she act and cry? It's a bit strange. So that's four days before the accident. Um, some other other things that were a bit strange mm-hmm. were actually her car. When they found her car, there was, you know, she packed some clothes, which mm-hmm. does indicate that she's taking a trip. But there was also, there was school books, mm-hmm. which indicates that she wants to come back. You know, because school books, you know, you're, you're thinking of studying, mm-hmm. you know, so... And then there was one book called The White Peril. This book um, is actually about people who go to the White Mountains in New Hampshire, where she was heading. And um, it's there are stories about these people, um, about them getting injured or that they die. Okay. So some people have theorized that she was actually planning on just going up there to die or to disappear. But it just doesn't make sense with her school books. Like, why would you want to study? What was... What was left? Do we know what was left in her flat? I'm getting get onto that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But um, <clears throat> and also like so when she crashed her dad's car, her dad told her to pick up accident papers. So this is when you had to like maybe pick up the insurance papers rather than call people or whatever or do mm-hmm. it online. So she had those papers in her car as well. So she had picked them up and she was planning on returning those to her dad. Mm-hmm. So I just feel like it doesn't make sense if she was like planning on going into the mountains to disappear or to lose her life if she had this stuff in her car. Yeah. Another thing is that there was a rag stuffed into the tailpipe of her car. Um, now, this is something that, you know, her dad has said this is some sort of advice she gave her because the, the, oh. the car was smoking mm-hmm. quite a lot. And so he said, if you, if you have an emergency where you really need to use this car and you have to drive somewhere... 
stuff this into the tailpipe and it will stop the smoking. Now, this is really strange. Like, I think this is kind of strange advice. I don't know if this is any very safe. But police did actually a lot of tests with this where they mm-hmm. put a, a rag into the same type of car, mm-hmm. the same into the same kind of pipe. At any speed at all, this rag falls out. So it doesn't make sense that this rag was in there unless she stuffed it in there after the crash because she was planning on driving on. Hmm. But then the, the, the car was like undrivable after the, mm. the, the crash. So that's another strange thing. I think it's hard to test that one because yeah. you could have, you, you are right, you could have nine times out of ten it doesn't fall out, but then the one time that she's actually done it, it hasn't. Yeah. But I think the fr- like with, with friction and stuff and how thick's the rag, how much is it jammed in, stuff like that. I'm not 100% like on that one. Yeah. Okay. I don't know if they would test it. I properly. feel like it's something that maybe Mara knows herself. And yes. we will not understand <laughs> when she did it or why she did mm-hmm. it or how she did it. Um, and then there was uh, there was also a witness oh. who, after this accident, uh, a few days after Mara disappeared, a witness says that she thinks she saw Mara. Okay. And uh, some thinks she saw Mara. But she thinks she saw Mara or a woman mm-hmm. who looks a lot <clears throat> like Mara with a man at a supermarket. She looked really upset and when their eyes met, the woman who she saw mouthed the words, help me, to her. Why didn't you help her? So by the time that she kind of knew what was going on, I think she didn't really clock it or something, mm-hmm. um, the woman had left the supermarket and she was gone. Mm-hmm. So that's that's the kind of only sighting, really, I think, that of her afterwards, if it is even her. Mm. They don't even, they're not actually sure yeah. about whether this was more or not. And, you know, this is all going on back in 2004, all this news stories coming out. Mm -hmm. But further on into her disappearance, maybe like a year after, a lot of truth kind of comes out about Mara. You know, this as a person, as a person. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So a lot of kind of, you know, she's this all American girl who has a big smile, who's got a perfect life on the outside. Mm -hmm. But a lot of kind of kind of her darker side comes out into the news and people find out that there's more to her than than this mm-hmm. one of the things is that as you might remember i said that she left military school yes. to pursue nursing emphasis on the left she actually was forced to leave mm-hmm. so as part of military school they take you on these trips mm-hmm. and one of the places that they took them to was fort knox and um, which is a really really secure yeah. secure place right mm-hmm. so um, I, I guess there's like sh- maybe shops in there or something and um, she actually decided to steal from from Fort Knox um, stupid things like lipstick oh, polish yeah she decided to just steal that and she got mm-hmm. caught and um, I, apparently she did, didn't even have reason and mm-hmm. I feel like there are some girls who are like that you know some some girls young girls who just want to steal stuff mm-hmm. because they think it's fun or whatever like um so i i have heard about this before where some girls do that but she she it was always a reason it's almost it's like a thrill is it or something but she or attention seeking maybe that the fact that she did it in fort knox is a bit strange i think that's i'm not a psychologist Mm. but i think i think that's slightly irrelevant in the fact that if you're a military um 
if you're a military fam family, you're a, you're probably traveling all the time. Mm-hmm. Like you're just dotting yourself about. Like you're uprooting yourself all the time. Mm-hmm. So it, it can affect kids in terms of like they like the dad. Well, mum, dad, whoever it is is never there with them because they're always away doing something else. Your friends, you make friends, and then you you're leaving again. Mm. On to the next one, make friends, then you're leaving again. So it's like almost a cry for help or an attention seeking thing. Could be. I I think maybe she just maybe she didn't wanted a, a way out of the military, yeah. and this was her mm-hmm. her because when she got caught, they basically said that she was going to be expelled. Yeah. And she thought, okay, being expelled looks really bad, but if I leave. Um, out, out of my own choice it doesn't it's that we we yeah. would advise you to leave because if you don't leave we're gonna remove you yeah, yeah pretty yeah, much yeah. so she so she uh-huh. decided to just leave mm-hmm. so that's something that didn't really come out um, okay. until very later on the details of that uh-huh. um, another thing was that she actually was caught with a stolen credit card so mm-hmm. she she stole a credit card from her neighbor um, or she's or so we think we she denies it but she was using a using a credit card uh, that was not hers mm-hmm. to order pizza and the, the, nice. the, the police got this tip about her ordering pizza these are all like these are all coming up leading up to this accident by mm-hmm. the way just a few days or so um apart from the university thing she transferred mm-hmm. a while back but um so the the kind of police do some sort of sting operation where they just wait for her to receive this this pizza and then they come out yeah. and they're like yeah, yeah. what's going on and mm-hmm. she um she says that she found so this at this time in two thousand and four they they I guess they put credit <laughs> credit card numbers on receipts. They do. Yeah. Imagine, imagine ordering a pizza and the police like. Yeah, I know. Of all the crimes. Of all the crimes you can commit. But yes, yeah. you are right. They that yeah, they usually do log the long number or something. Mm, yeah. Okay, that's so strange to me because it's so easy to steal that. I mean, I'm sure no, they don't the do number, anymore, the, do they? No, the, but num- the full number is not on the receipt. So how did she manage... Because this is her excuse. She said that this is how she got the credit card number what? from a receipt. She didn't actually steal it. She just saw it, and that's how she... Yeah, but then... Uh... Unless it doesn't make sense because Good it's Good point. Full if number. In 2004, do you need additional, like, the name... The, all that fun when you're entering you it? You might not. I mean, the, all these security things have been if added you... because I find I find in general in the world, safety is brought in when mm-hmm. things go wrong. <laughs> it's never like there to begin with. It's it reasons why it's there. So maybe that's why you don't get, you get so much more questions. I'm Googling this. Sorry, I'm not being rude and just like texting someone. Right? <laughs> I'm trying to find out if, we could, if you can. It, sound, it seems very odd. The, uh, I don't. I think you need. I think you need more than just the number, the long number. Back, back in the day, uh, or uh, I'm saying back in the day, <laughs> like I don't know. It was only well, it was it was seventeen years ago. It was quite a while. Yeah. You must need something else to verify it. Or I'm she, just or she just, or she or genuinely, she's lying. yeah, <laughs> or she's just stolen the credit yeah, card, yeah, and that's yeah, her sorry. excuse was just that she saw yeah. it in a receipt, and mm-hmm. she she actually ended up getting a mugshot taken of her, oh. and 
this is something I wanted to show you actually. Mm -hmm. What she looks like usually and what she looks like in this mugshot. Do you want me to look it up? Yeah, actually it's it's kind of I feel like this whole darker side. I don't her. wanna I don't wanna see the Wait, I'll do it, I'll do it. So I'm just gonna show you a normal photo of Maura Murray and you can describe mm -hmm. it to the listeners. Yeah. And um and then you can describe the mugshot. So and you, you know we can go from there so this is her in normally oh can you not get one with like big more hair in it? more she hair looks like she's got a wild afro she just always has oh, her right, hair okay. in a bun just oh she looks yeah like normal looks very similar to a young ronda rousey oh the ufc fighter very similar. Oh, oh I very, thought you were meaning someone else. Very similar um, in looks to her. Like If you imagine her as a child, that's what she looks like. I don't know if I can picture... I know that name. Scoot, search her. Um, so this is, this is her normally, yes. right? Okay, so big smile, just like natural, uh -huh. yeah. you know. This is her in her mugshot. They don't got anything any better this is the quality only, of image. This is the only photo I They're can find. They're very grainy. But it's it's eerie. Well, she looks like she's she looks pissed off. When she was just, that? Oh, the is this the mugshot from the credit card? Yeah. Theft. I just find it really mm, really dark. Like, I think she's. I think the the one thing that adds to it is the fact that it's grainy as anything. It's grainy. It's, it's black, black and, and white. white yeah. yeah, but just her expression. Well, she's fuming. She's, she's been just been arrested. She's also she's just I don't know yeah. something about this mugshot just really really sure freaks me out. out. Um. Um, da, 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 Ronda Rousey. Sorry, I'm derailing this, but I just want to show you oh, this thing. Why is my internet? My phone is rubbish. There you go. Yeah, do you don't think she looks similar? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's like a young version of that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's yeah, how I, yeah. I would describe her as a young Ronda Rousey. And then yeah. in the mugshot, I would also, I would describe her as an angry Ronda Rousey. <laughs> Yes, I don't know. Something she does look, rough, but I think the I think the mugshot being black and white and grainy doesn't help. No, it makes it look kind of scary. Don't understand why why it's like that. Um, I don't really know why they've done it. It's the only one available as well. There's not uh, actually a lot of pictures of more available, mm. but that's the mugshot she got. And mm. it's worth noting that she obviously lived on her own in this flat. But the amount of pizza she ordered, she ordered for like a party. Like, she ordered several and several mm -hmm. and several. And then it came out that Maura actually suffered from an eating disorder, um, which was um, bulimia. Yes. Which okay. um, I believe is a kind of one of those eating disorders that is accompanied by binge and restricting. So where you, you restrict yourself, you restrict, restrict eating, and then you end up binging and then you feel guilty and you restrict again. But sometimes when you feel so guilty, you want to make yourself sick. Mm -hmm. Obviously, we don't know if this is what uh, Mara was going through. Like, it kind of shows itself in different mm -hmm. ways and different people. Like, people's eating disorders are not even all the same. And also, it's not fully confirmed that she definitely had binge eating disorder or something. Yeah. But usually, when this happens, you're going through a very stressful time. Mm -hmm. You know, you're having like a bad time. So mm -hmm. she was, ha something was stressing her out that had, you know, triggered her to order all this food a few days before 
the crash mm-hmm. you know so so what is that what what was it that had caused this and and this is actually leading up to the to the last point that I wanted to make before I kind of give you uh, another a theory okay yeah so the, the last thing is actually what you asked earlier about how was her room left and yes. her stuff yeah so she actually had all her stuff in boxes in mm-hmm. her room so when they went to her room everything was in boxes okay and and now this could be either she was packing up all her stuff but it's the start of semester so maybe she hadn't unpacked all her stuff oh yeah okay. so we don't actually know um which way around it was something that did come out about her relationship was how much infidelity was in it um so her boyfriend was cheating on her and she actually before she left her her flat Mm -hmm. she printed off an email that described the cheating the details of it uh the ins and outs i don't know if this was an email that she just wrote out and she saved in her drafts or if it's an email that she sent to someone or someone sent to her. I actually don't know the details, but it's an email that describes everything about his infidelity. Okay. He prints it, she prints it and sticks it to one of the boxes mm-hmm. before she leaves. Mm-hmm. Just no explanation What's about it. What's in that box? It's just her yeah. clothes, her stuff. Like it's stuff, not a yeah. not a significant box in any way. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking, did she you know, is this something that she, you know, triggered her and she was leaving because of this? But it doesn't make sense because she was cheating too. So, <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't know. You know, they're both cheating on each other. And mm-hmm. um, so that's actually all the information, really, okay. that I I have. There is some, some more information in terms of um, whether she was with a second person. Mm-hmm. Um, so... Just little things that I thought I would bring to your attention. So all the missing posters from Mora said that she was uh, a blonde girl mm-hmm. wearing a dark jacket. In the... She's blonde. No, she wasn't. She's blonde. Like light brown. Like light... She wasn't light blonde she was in any hair. of those pictures. Oh, the, well, I think the thing's bloody black and white, but... Light coloured hair. Blonde. You're telling me that is light coloured hair? No, it's not light hair. But at the time, maybe missing she dyed her hair yeah, that's then. The thing. That's the missing poster. But that's yeah. still dark. I would say that's light. Yeah, because light of hair. the sun. This because yeah. of the light. I, but like, look you know, at I all mean, of these pictures. No, oh, that's no, her that's sister. Sorry. Um, yeah. Maybe yeah. at the time... She dyed her hair. She dyed her hair or something. Because all of them, is that's dark. Yeah, she's got dark hair there. Yeah. yeah. So... It's, you know, it's not really I mean, it's that not, significant. Yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. that she, she was a girl wearing mm-hmm. a, a dark jacket. But mm-hmm. in this, in the ATM CCTV, she is actually seen wearing a light jacket, not a dark jacket. And it's a, it's a, a light jacket that is way too big for her. So people are wondering, is that her jacket? Is she, is she wearing that jacket or not? Like, uh, I can... Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll have a look at that CCTV picture. But it, the jacket is definitely oh, too I big for her. CCTV. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Um, Carry on, sorry. And so so that's that's one of the things where they're like, oh, is, is, is that her jacket? Or is it someone... Either someone she's with or someone she that she went to meet. 
Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, this jacket is big for her. Okay. And another thing is that, do you remember the woman in the house that made the... The 911 call. The 911 call, the first 911 call. Yeah. So in her 911 call, in her original call, she says that she... (laughs) sorry. Um, In in her original 911 call, she says that um, she saw... When she made that call, she specifically said that there was a man in the car who was smoking Mm -hmm. a cigarette. But after she made that statement, she was like, no, 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 maybe I made a mistake. Maybe it was just the light. But it's awfully specific, you know, that Mm. description of a man smoking a cigarette. It's a very specific thing to say. But then she retracted her statement and she said, I don't know, actually, I'm not sure. And another thing is that whether she was meeting someone, because when she was driving, um, believe it or not, there is a place in New Hampshire called Londonderry. And a call came in from Londonderry. Um, that's unknown because the call actually didn't make it to Maura's phone because of the service problems, mm-hmm. but they okay. know that the call was made somehow. Yeah. And it was from a random number um, and it's not someone, anyone she knows from that area that came to her phone but didn't quite get there. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're wondering, could it be that person that she was going to meet maybe or, or something? Mm-hmm. Somebody is calling her. Yeah. There's also um, just one other thing we should know about. That night when she was at her job, uh-huh. she, um, you know, when she was crying and stuff, that same night there was a hit and run on campus. Now, it could be theorized that maybe she popped out of her job to grab something, grab a snack or something. She left her job and drove somewhere and maybe mm-hmm. this hit because to this day nobody knows who did this race and run nobody knows how the person you know was a major one the person that was hit was in a, in a coma oh Jesus. yeah so it's it's um was it more you mm-hmm. know why why was she crying so much and when you know she was saying my sister my sister but when they asked her sister is she, are you okay mm-hmm. sister was like we had a call earlier and it was completely normal and sister was nowhere near no, the sister, her sister said she doesn't really know why. Yeah, okay. So, yeah. So what? She's dead? Is she? Oh, we don't know. We don't know. She's she, vanished. She's, been dis- she's disappeared for 17 years. Oh, um, fucking hell, okay. And we don't know where she is to this day. Okay. Mm. It's worth saying that I don't know if you know what an A-frame house is. Yeah. What is an A-frame house? Is that all that is? It's yeah. like the design? Uh-huh. So there was an A-frame house around the, the area uh-huh. that Maura crashed. And there was a guy that lived there. And his brother, years after this happened to Maura, reported to the police that he thinks his brother's a dodgy. And that they should, you know, look into his brother, Mm -hmm. who lived very close by. And it came out that there was, I can't quite remember, but there was like carpet that um, a private investigator obtained from this A-frame house that had substance on it that later it was shown was human remains. Oh. Yeah. And then 
the police said they would look into it, but ne nobody ever, ever got any answers about that. And then new occupants came and moved into this A-frame house. Did not be able to DNA check that? Um, it never got anywhere. The police, and also mm. it's something that is not admissible in court, because unless the police collect this evidence... It, yeah, then it, it could be bullshit. Yeah, yeah, so I don't think they even bothered okay. to even look into it properly, because uh, some other guy went and got it. Mm -hmm. And then the new owners of this place um, re refurbished the whole place, they did new carpet, so it kind mm -hmm. of went nowhere. Um, but this, I, th I think this uh, PI still didn't give up and he actually went and looked into one of the closets after and there mm -hmm. was like bark that he took off. That was tested and it, it was shown to have human blood on it. Again, the police okay. said that it was too, the evidence was like too dis, dis like mangled for them to uh, test for what whose blood yeah. again not admissible in court okay so it's almost like they didn't bother interesting I think okay so i have two thoughts on this and neither of them are aliens good unfortunately <laughs> i feel like you can really go with aliens I think this one. I don't. The, the problem I have is that I'm making an assumption of someone's personality, mm -hmm. and it's. I like, mean, that's what you did with poor Igor last time. Yeah, true, <laughs> true. But okay, so my so I'm thinking for one of them, one of them, yeah. Well, I mean, even both of them. She could be a very, very uh, like emotionally disturbed person. Does that make mm. sense? Like, I think there's a lot of issues that may be kicking about. And the first one I thought of was if she's got herself into trouble with, like, drugs mm. or alcohol mm. or both, most likely. So she's, like, an alcoholic. She's killed, like, she's hit someone drunk before, drunk driving before, and then she's in debt with some sort of dodgy person. And then she's goes with that like that's why she said my sister, my sister, because the dodgy person's like I'm gonna kill your sister. Okay. If you don't sort if you don't sort it out, this is just where my head's gone. Okay. Um, and then she did a she tried to like do a runner or something with him. That's the first thought. Second thought, I'm like I'm literally working these out in my head as they go. I think she I definitely think she was troubled as a child as a young. Uh -huh. teenager when she go missing how old was she 21. 21 yeah yeah i think she was troubled as a young like stealing credit cards and stuff it seems like quite a cry for help kind of thing and then being moving around in a military family like we don't know what her family life was like either so i don't think it's a military family it's just she was just in military school mm. sorry i'm confusing them then yeah because it's her so her parents aren't in military well, that means they've so they've sent her there for a reason then. Yeah, or sh or I don't know. I mean, it's quite it's quite a profession, isn't it? Military and you sending know. you like unless she wanted to, or the dad had some affiliation with it. Like stereotypically, I'm very much stereotyping here, but you're sending a girl to military school if they've not been ideal to deal with. Mm -hmm. So. I think there's some Maybe issues there. I think there's more women joining these professions for sure because it's like quite 
you know equality no. and all yeah, that. Yeah. yeah just now but maybe you know what for sure it was different 2004 even mm-hmm. it was different even in 2017 yeah. so yeah i think cultural norms were a lot mm-hmm. different back then but i think yeah i think the breakdown was like the breakdown outside the building the the bouncer mm-hmm. person i think that was just like a cry for help and then the oh no it's fine i'm just going to go back to my flatmate was i can't be asked talking to you about it mm-hmm. i'm just going to hide so i think that's all like shows like not an i not a great mental state for her mm-hmm. so going in the, the question becomes whether she was with someone or she wasn't with someone in the car I am convinced she was going to meet someone. She was going to meet someone. I'm so convinced. that but, so that's different because then that means yeah, like if she's going to meet someone, then the person's not in the car already. And then she gets she's drinking again. She's like I'm not saying probably because I don't know her at all, but if she's like an alcoholic say, she takes all her money out. She she's like oh, I'm going to go I'm going to take all my money out. I'm going to go spend the week with whoever it is, mm-hmm. Greg. Let's call him Greg. And then she goes, you know, gets all the booze because she needs booze. Starts drinking on the way. Gets drunk. Crashes the car. Guy asks her if she's okay. Yeah, I'm fine. Yeah, I've already called the police because she needs time to get away. Because mm-hmm. if they catch her drunk, then she's in trouble. Does a runner and then she gets found. Well, depending on how drunk she is, she could pass out you don't know what happens to her mm-hmm. and then if this this person that you spoke about at the very end if he comes and finds her and he's a psychopath or he's some weirdo mm-hmm. then he does god knows what with her so so i feel like kind of her reasonings for leaving so abruptly writing that weird lie of, a, of an email to her professor oh yeah no oh that was my other one that was my other one what if bill was having an affair with her sister. I don't think. And that's why she was like my sister, like crying about her sister. Hmm. And then she like wrote the note to like prominently put it there and then she was leaving. And she was maybe going to meet someone else or hmm. she was doing it and then that would have explained like the the sadness but and why drinking. Why has this other person not come forward? Well, yeah. because they're the reason that I mean, oh, the person it. that she was waiting with. Yeah, like, unless they're the person who hurt her. Mm, I, I'm not sure. If, they, the, if I tried to call years. her afterwards, then it, it, it makes less sense. But, I mean, they could be doing that to cover their tracks. I think... You make a good point. I just don't understand in 17 years, whoever she's going to meet mm-hmm. hasn't come forward to say... It was me. She's meeting me. Mm-hmm. Unless this person, I just, I just can't see a girl like who is troubled, who is stressed out, going to a mountain range by herself. Like, don't you want to? I guess maybe she just wanted to be alone. She could have, yeah. That's what it is. But it, yeah, it's. And then who called her? Someone could have still called her that she was cheating on with, and it may have nothing to do with it at mm-hmm. all. The person that she was cheating on, that she was having, whatever you call it, infidelity with, he just tried to call her. Like, it could be a complete coincidence and she's done. There's quite a few possibilities, but it's... It's a, it's a lot. So, so It's mad that she disapp- that she's, like, just went missing, missing. Like, it's not like she's... There's no, like, there is no mm. trace of her to this day. I think there's an alcohol problem in there, and I think there's a there's a problem with, you know, whether it be authority from 
parents, um, whether it be, you know, um, just like being a bully, like whatever it was as a child, there was some, I think there was some sort of issue there. I think it stemmed, it then moved into alcohol. And I think, cause that explains a lot of like the driving drunk mm-hmm. and stuff, even if she didn't need to drive cause she was on campus. Yeah. I was going to drive. And the whole like woman said she saw a man drive uh, That's so that becomes then is it like is she part of like a group of people that are like alcoholics or drug addicts or something where they all mm. they're all together. I couldn't find anything around. about Butch uh-huh. saying he saw a man smoking. Oh yeah, well he would he went in well did he not go did he go into the window? No, he just saw her. Yeah, but he spoke to her. Yeah, he spoke to her, but she was out of her car. Oh. So was... I mean, I don't know if she... If he looked at the car... Pardon me, no. There's... No, I I would have thought... He would have... He would have noticed another person. Yeah. And the thing is, this uh, this case Mm -hmm. is just so cold. People like Butcher now have now passed away. I don't... You know, there are people who are not even in this anymore because it happened so long ago. I don't like the fact that, like, sometimes I feel like when you said, like, oh, yeah, the police canvassed the areas, they searched all the forests, did they? Did they really, like within a day they'd canvassed the forest and no, stuff? No, probably mm. not. They'd, They'd probably... just probably driven around a bit and had yeah. a look and seen if she was she was kicking about, which is yeah. They're just che- they said they were checking for footprints, yeah. which mm. they couldn't find any of. But yeah, how deep did they actually look into? Was it raining? Um, it was her raining dad actually did file a complaint about the police, and I think she he tried to sue them. Well, that's what I mean, yeah. Because he was saying that the police were actually getting in the way of the investigation rather than helping it. Yeah. Um. So. Because they want to just close the case. That's the problem. Yeah, I think because they, they yeah. insisted that she just wanted to run away, and that she was just depressed mm. and she wanted time for herself. And they their argument was that as an adult you are allowed to disappear if you want to. But I just yeah. so there's there is a theory called the tandem driver theory where she was, you know, there's it's a theory that she was driving to New Hampshire with mm-hmm. another person okay. or another group, mm-hmm. but in two separate cars. And what happened was that she had the crash. Mm-hmm. The other car was seven minutes away. And when she started to walk up, uh, that's what, how many foot oh, it was. Her. The other car saw her, saw the crash and mm-hmm. picked her up. And that's why her scent disappeared. Because the only way it makes sense that her scent mm-hmm. suddenly disappeared to the dogs was because she was picked up. She got into a car. After walking a hundred feet. Again, if you're drunk and some boy, like some guy just stops the car and is like, mm. do you need a lift? Yeah. Then it becomes... Do you think possibly. someone picked her up and took her to that well, A-frame how far, house? Yeah, how far away is the A-frame house? It's it's close by. I'm not sure. Uh, mm. It's like on the same road. Potentially. I think that's a potential. I think it's... it's Yeah. It all becomes... If you're inebriated in any way, you're opening yourself up to so many more potential situations mm-hmm. because you can't handle yourself. I think... You can't support yourself. I think that she was victim of a, you know, a serial killer or something. And I think that the person who called that boyfriend was her. Yes. I think maybe if she got a hold of the phone or something. Yeah. And I was... God, but, that's so creepy. And maybe, do you know what I think? I think that she was... If she called Bill, mm-hmm. she might have been in the same room as her abductor. 
and she couldn't quite say anything apart from whimper just to give him a signal. Yeah. He just says call. Maybe, maybe yeah, he well, doesn't know. Serial killer, yeah. He doesn't yeah. maybe he doesn't know that she's got got the hold of a mm-hmm. phone. Yeah. And dialed number. Maybe he's not looking. Mm-hmm. Or he's a sick person that's just like call this person but you can't say maybe yeah. yeah but i i feel like she couldn't say help me no or, i'm here yeah, yeah, yeah. i'm more for a reason she all she could do was whimper yeah okay well so creepy that's <laughs> very much still unsolved yes i have not managed to solve that one i've given a couple of ideas yeah but i'm i'm not gonna i'm not as confident as the other one no, well, aliens being yeah, that aliens was very confident. No, that was good though. That was really interesting. I'm amazed that no one's ever been, you know, found mm. or anything of it. That's really interesting. Oh well. Very confusing. Yeah. Well, maybe we'll. I mean, I doubt we'll ever hear anything update-wise of this. Mm-hmm. But yeah. The family are not giving up. <coughs> I also so. noted that it was all cream-based alcohol. Cream-based alcohol? Is that one of your notes? cream-based alcohol, yeah. <laughs> Which means that they're old people. Old people? Well, a lot of them drink like Baileys and stuff. But Kalua? It's Kalua? a weird one. Yeah, it's a weird choice. But yeah. Assortment. Which, again, maybe she's buying alcohol for different people. Yes, that's, yeah. She's meeting a group of people. Who knows? Yeah. But I hey, guess we'll never know, but it's a mystery. I really don't think. It is. It is a very large mystery. The one that we have not solved today. Yes. Well, on that upsetting note for me, <laughs> having not solved it. I think you'll maybe, you'll redeem yourself in the next episode. Uh, hopefully, maybe. hopefully. Yes. Get my notes out. Um, anyway, thank you everyone for listening please subscribe to the channel go back and listen to last week's episode if you haven't already and we look forward to welcoming you to episode number three yeah uh, in a week's time yeah and also leave your theories in the comments below for sure what do you think happened to mora yes yes i would actually enjoy reading those because i haven't got clue (laughs) yeah it's a really it's it's, it's mind numbing yeah. actually, but yeah. that's that's oh, why it's so interesting. Well, fingers crossed, she's yeah. still alive and you know. Hopefully, she gets some justice anyway. Yes, for sure. Yeah. Anyway, have a good day, everybody, and we'll see you next time.